What's happening, y'all? Welcome to another episode of A Little Advice, y'all. My name's Christine Little. I'm a comedian, I'm a human being, and I'm a podcaster. I'm just a podcasting. Sounds like fishing, doesn't it? Anyway, this episode is going to be lit because I'm talking travel advice. I know the holidays are coming up. People are going to be traveling. You're going to want to hear some of the advice that I have. I just went on a trip. I'm going on another one next week. Okay. I went to two places. I went to Indiana and I went to Florida just now. And then I'm doing a road trip after that. So you're going to want to hear these hot travel tips. And some of them I may do. Some of them I may not do. And I also may get extremely distracted during the course of this podcast. Also, please don't forget to smash that subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice. Smash it, meaning subscribe, rate it, leave a comment. It's not only great for my dopamine levels, but, you know, other people want to hear it. They'll be like, yeah, you know what? Christine kind of rambles now, but it's all good. Any any feedback is great. <laughs> Uh, let's get into it. Oh yeah, also follow me on Instagram, A Little Advice Podcast. No, there's no A, it's just A Little Advice Podcast. And I'm on Facebook, remember that? Slash meta. I'm on there. So smash the follow and like buttons on those things. And now I'm for real, I'm for real done. Okay. Hi guys, welcome back to Little Advice Podcast. I am so excited to be back. It's not three in the morning this time. It is midnight, 05 to be exact. And this is season four, episode two. And I should have said that earlier, but you know what? I forgot, okay? This is a lot to remember. And I don't have a great memory. I'm just going to be open about that. My memory is not living up to its potential, okay? And I, I've i been hearing that from a lot of people lately. I forget what I'm saying mid-sentence, and I thought maybe I have ADHD. But my mom, who I just visited, I'll get to that, told me that she figured out what it was because she had the same thing. No, it's not because she's 65. It's because of her phone. She keeps getting distracted. And I think our focus is split so much all the time. Everything's just kind of jolting around and we're trying to multitask. And everyone knows that multitasking is like a myth. No, you're not doing it well. I would like to say that I do it well, but let's face it. I just, you're not really doing a good job when you're multitasking. You're just not. I actually do a bunch of tasks at once when I go around my house. I just, I'm like, ooh, I got to do this laundry. Oh, I'm in the bathroom. I need to clean that. Oh, let me go. And then as I go into each room, I start working on things in cycles. Look, I'm getting distracted, but I told you that I would. So I told you that was a possibility. Travel tips. Before I get into my travel tips, I would like to start off with some light complaining. I know I already did some before. But I'm on some more right now. 
My current complaint is that I am having trouble finding a great temperature. It's either really cold or it's too hot. There's no chill, no pun intended. But I am grateful to have central heat. So I, I think I should balance it off with something that I'm grateful for instead of all the complaining that I have. And I have this new desk and set up in this little studio area. That's really exciting for me. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. Can't you tell by how excited my voice is that how grateful I am? Oh, I do want to tell you something I'm legit grateful for. And like, honestly, it's just doing this second episode because I know how distracted I get and just, I'm just like, you know what? It's easier to not do it and no one's going to say anything, right? But um, when I was just in Indiana, I saw my friend Tammy. Shout out to Tammy. Uh, thanks for listening. She was like, I liked your podcast episode and this is the kind of podcast I like. And so now I'm like, you know what? I'll do it for Tammy. If no one else listens to this podcast, dang it, Tammy does. So I'm doing this for Tammy, Tammy. There's some travel tips for you in here. Tim, Tammy. Um, Tammy, please write a review for this podcast. Thank you so much. And follow the podcast on Instagram, a little advice podcast. My point is travel tips. So hold on. I want to see if this, this mic is picking up the heat that just turned on. Hold on a second. Okay, so I couldn't tell if it picked it up or not, but that's totally fine. You know, you know what kind of show this is. Anything goes loosey-goosey show. Travel tips. So I know the holidays are coming up and a lot of people are about to travel or they have thought about traveling. Okay, here's my deal. We kind of just like say dates are just important dates, right? My point is, like, travel on the off dates. Thanksgiving's coming up, so hack. Everybody travels around the same days on Thanksgiving. A couple days before, a day after, nope. You and your family do Thanksgiving two weeks early, okay? And now that I said that that aloud, I'm like, you know what? People don't get off work all the time. So that's why they have to do that. And Christine, you're also traveling during those same dates next week. So what are you talking about? Valid points I just made. Very, very valid points. I have been flying Southwest. And this isn't an endorsement, but if you uh, would like to get Southwest to sponsor this podcast, that would be great. But I fly Southwest. And if you haven't flown Southwest they don't give you a seat they give you a boarding zone okay there's zone a b and c and you have different numbers within that so like a1 a2 a3 b1 b2 and so you gotta check in exactly 24 hours before your flight so that you can get in the best zone to board and get the best seat on the plane. Getting a, a seat that you want on the plane is a, it's a huge deal. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of treat 
the seat getting uh, at Southwest as a sport because it is. I mean, it's a very competitive thing. You can buy, like, the pre-check-in to where you can get um, higher in the, in the boarding zone, but I don't like to do that because I'm very frugal, okay? I am flying southwest. What makes you think I want to pay extra money to board the plane earlier? And it's not just about the seat that you get. It's about the overhead space, all right? Because... They run out of overhead space because everybody, everybody started charging for freaking luggage. I can't, I mean, I, back in my day, they didn't charge for it. And Southwest still doesn't charge, but like every other airline does. So everyone's gotten used to shoving all of their clothes into a roller carry-on bag that you put overhead. But since everybody does that, even though they can check bags for free on Southwest, two bags to be exact, um, you, you don't want to have to check your bag, okay? So everybody's learned to put all their stuff into a small roller bag that fits over in the bin. But... By the time you get on the plane, say you're you're loading zone C, and for some reason every flight's like I don't even remember the last flight that I was on where they were like they weren't like oh this this flight is a hundred percent full, so we're really gonna need you to sit down. Like every flight is full, and so they take your your roller bag and then they're like we're gonna tag it, and you're like no because then you gotta wait. I'm a very impatient traveler, okay? So tip number one, I guess, I'm falling asleep at this point. Tip number one is to, if you're Southwest, you check in. You set your alarm on your phone. I like to set two alarms. So say I have to check in for my flight, it's at 1.30 p.m. I set an alarm for 1.28 p.m. to make sure I get the, the app ready to go. And then I set it for 1.30 because I know I will have grown impatient in the two minutes uh, that I'm waiting to actually check in that I will have forgotten because I would have gotten distracted. So set your alarm. Set your alarm to check in on your Southwest flight. I, I think the seat is important on the plane. I think you can tell a lot about a person by where their preference is, like their seat preference on an airplane. Someone, I personally, I identify as a, a window seat person. And my job as the window seat person is to look outside the plane to make sure it's still working properly and staying in the air. That's my number one responsibility as a window seat person. And number two, I like it because I like to fall asleep immediately. And I don't mean immediately upon takeoff. I mean right when I get in the plane, I fall asleep. That's my goal because I don't like flying. And I find that if I can fall asleep quickly, then it'll calm me down enough to not freak out about this giant 
piece of metal that's just flying through the air casually with like a hundred plus people on. I don't know how many people are on a plane. Oh, because when I think about it, I get freaked out. I'm like, how is this plane still up in the air? So window seat people, they're, I think they're more cautious, uh, practical. Uh, they're probably, they probably have nice butts. Okay. Aisle seat people, I find that they're runners. When things get tough, they run. They want to have a clear exit. They want to have a good exit strategy. So um, be wary of a, a person who, who, who wants the aisle seat. They will leave you when it gets tough. Just saying. Um, middle seat people, sociopaths. Who would want to sit in the middle seat? Nobody. No, they're not sociopaths. They're just poor planners. They forgot to set their alarm to, to check in on time. <laughs> but I will say shout out to my travel buddy um, who was willing to heroically sit middle seat the entire time so that I could have my window seat. I'm also cool with them like like if I'm flying with someone and they're like, look, I'm a window seat person. Or they're like, look, I'm an aisle seat person. I'm like, that's totally fine. We don't have to sit together because I'm a window seat person and I have a job to do. By the way, I don't want to do the job of the exit row person. I want my seat to lean back and I don't want any responsibilities. I took a part of a Xanax and I'm going to be unconscious the entire time. Flying to me is is my own personal time travel mechanism. Does that make sense? I feel like I travel through time when I when I um when I fly because I just fall asleep in one time zone and then just wake up in another. I don't re- want to remember any of it. I don't order drinks. I don't because I don't want to deal with having to get up to go to the bathroom, you know? I'm in the aisle I'm not in the aisle seat. I'm in the window seat. I don't want to have to crawl over you to go to the bathroom. So I purposely don't order water. First of all, I probably have a, a water bottle because I'm not a rookie, okay? So get you a water bottle. You know what? You can get an, an, an empty water bottle and just fill it up. That's what I usually do. So tip number two. <laughs> well, tip number two, I would say, is pick your seat wisely. Tip number one, I think, was... um check in 24 hours in advance. Number two, pick your seat wisely. Number three, bring an empty water bottle so you don't have to pay at the wazoo for a bottle of water. Empty water bottle would be great. And then a lot of airports, they have these like water bottle filler upper machines or fountains. And you could just fill that whole thing up and not have to worry about paying for any water, okay? Um, Tip number four. I haven't thought of it yet. Yes, I'm winging it, okay? Let me see if I did make some notes. No, that's about all I got. (laughs) So that's just the flying portion. If, if you can if you can swing it financially and you travel enough, I, I got to tell you, the best investment I made was TSA PreCheck. 
And if you get global entry, you not only – I don't really understand what global entry is. I think it's you, you go to – when you come in from another country, you don't have to, like – wait in line for something. I don't know, something, I'm impatient, so I, I, I got that. And if you get global entry, you automatically get TSA pre-check, which is a huge time saver. And not only that, like the thing I hate most about going through TSA, like non-pre-check, is you have to disrobe, like you're taking off your shoes, your jackets, your, sh- you, you know, you just had your your boarding pass out with your ID. Now you got to shove it in and take off your shoes, grab trays. You become like some squid game prisoner type person. And it's terrible. And like you see people after they go through TSA, non-pre-check, they're all like disheveled and like their stuff has been ransacked and like they're putting on their clothes, their belts and shoes. It's like there's like a cleanup area. It's really weird. But when you have TSA pre-check, first of all, they're nicer to you. The TSA people, they're like, hi, how's your day going? Are you having a good trip? All right. Versus non-pre-check, they're like, move up the line. And they're like prodding you with like an electrical rod of some sort. But yeah, TSA pre-check, you keep your shoes on. You keep your dignity you, you keep your jacket on if you want. You don't have to take your computer out of the bag. When I first became pre-check, I, I did not, I had no idea that we didn't really need to take the laptop out of the bag. I thought we were taking it out because of the metals or something with the x-ray machines. Once you get to pre-check, they're like, nah, none of that really matters. You, you're good. And you're in and out. Just like that. Just like that. When I move, you move. Just like that. I um, I got two connecting flights to and from um, Los Angeles. Well, Burbank. Tip number five. If you're in the California area, fly out of one of the smaller airports because it's easier, smaller, and I forget what else I said. And on that note, I'm going to take a, a break. Hello, advice heads. A nickname I just made up. We're back, and it has only been several days, and I'm ready to finish this podcast episode. Um, for an impatient person, I sure do take a long time to be doing stuff sometimes. Maybe that's what the impatience is all about. Maybe I'm just being impatient with myself, you know? Anywho, I am back with some more trips. I, trips, oh my gosh, trips, get it? I'm back with some more tips for some trips. And I want to, I want to keep talking about this Denver connecting thing um I don't usually like if I have to get a connecting flight which I had to the last flight I took I had to go through Denver and I didn't want to but it was like the best of several options that's what happens when you fly southwest sometimes you're going to be connecting um excessively right but this one wasn't so bad because it breaks up the trip it was like 
two hours one way, two hours another way, and you get to get a little break and eat and, and all that. But there's a couple reasons I'm not a big fan of Denver. First of all, the turbulence. I mean, when you fly over Denver and out of Denver and into Denver, it's like it's trying to destroy you. And I'm not a big turbulence fan. I don't know if I've mentioned this. I'm not a fan of flying and I don't want to be woken up from my half a Xanax by the plane gyrating and trying to expel me from it. No thanks. So that's one reason I don't like Denver Airport. The second one, uh, it's Denver Airport. Read the conspiracy theories about it, okay? There's all this stuff. There's the mural. It's, you know, it's probably got aliens from what I've heard. Just not, that's weird to me. I'm not, I'm not into that. All right. Another reason, Denver's huge. You got, it's like one of those airports you got to like get on a train to go to your next terminal or gate or whatever. It's, that's a lot. I don't like running through airports. I'm not on home alone. Okay. So that's why I'm not a big fan of Denver, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta do it, right? You gotta, you just gotta, you gotta go through Denver. Oh, also, Another thing I don't like about the airport that freaks me out, like, okay, this is a huge reason I moved from Indiana, okay? Tornadoes, all right? And apparently tornadoes are so prevalent in Denver that there's like, oh, here's a little tornado uh, room or whatever. Not like there's a room and you open the door and there's like a tornado in there wiling out. It's like where you go for shelter during a tornado. I don't want to think about that. I already experienced a lot flying into the airport and out of it. Like, I don't want to think about, oh, maybe this is a tornado, you know? I know that's irrational. I never said that these things were rational, but that's my point. So, uh, tip number 5.2, fly out of one of the smaller airports if you're in L.A. or uh, another place that gets down like that that's cheaper. Uh, beware of Denver Airport. That was 5.2. Beware of Denver Airport. Okay. Now, uh, I, I got a pack. I still, I have a trip tomorrow. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a trip tomorrow. Have I packed for it? No. But Christine, why aren't you freaking out? Your trip is in a matter of hours. I know. It's fine. Because I have tip number six. I got a list, okay? I have a packing list in my notes on my phone. That means I can just go in there and say, oh, here's my packing list for this trip. Let me pack all the things I know I need. You know, add a couple things, subtract a couple things, depending on what the list is. But I have a template for a, a pack list. So I do recommend that. Um, and yeah, and then you got to check the weather Outfits are a whole thing. This is how I pack, okay? I just, I, I do the list and I'm like, oh, I need t-shirts. Here's, I just grab shirts that I wear that I think I like. I grab more than I need and then I go through it as I pack and say, will I really wear this? Um, what occasion? I try to think in outfits and pack um, minimal pants because you can rewear those without people giving you a hard time. I think it's accepted in our culture. Like we wear, we rewear our pants, right? It's like, I, yeah. Oh my gosh, tip number. So what did I say that was? 
Um, the pack, make a list. Okay, make a list. Check it twice. Yes, I'm typing. Um, number seven. This is so important. It should be number one. But I forgot what world we live in these days. Um, bring a good mask. What, Christine? What are, you, what are you talking about? Oh, there's a virus, you know. So wear, wear a mask. I got this mask um, at the beginning of the pandemic. It is pink and it suctions around your mouth. It's like an N95. But here's the kicker. It's got a fan in it. Yeah, you charge it. It's a rechargeable mask. Um, it took several months to get here. And I wear it when I go plane on the plane because you got you go in the airport you always have to have it on and then in your seat you have to have it on. It's good to have one with a mask with a fan. Um, I brought it this last trip, but I forgot the back of it that makes it strap around my head. So I have to I have I had to um, wear a regular KN95 and I like those because they don't they're not right on my mouth. They kind of like cone out cone out anyway um so yeah wear a mask tip number seven uh i'm going on a road trip so now i'm about to switch it up with these with these ideas okay um you're you're on a road trip you're gonna you know if you're with someone else everybody road trips differently okay it's i think it's a good idea to have a discussion with your road trip dogs or dog, or whatever, and I do mean human, your person that you're traveling with, and say, hey, what's my role as the driver? Like, what, what are we doing here? Are we going to switch off at some point? Let me know so I know if I should sleep or not. Or do you expect a constant navigator? How well do you know this trip? Do How on do I need to be in terms of looking at the directions? Um... What are we doing about some music here? Can we like play a playlist each? You know, if we're switching off, how we doing? We doing whole trip one person, whole trip back the other person? Are we switch, switching it mid trip on the break? You know, do we plan our stops or do we just say, hey, we stop when we both decide it's time? That's the route I like to go. I like it when we go, you know what? Yeah, let's both stop because we, we need it bad enough. But I, I also want it to be like far, far enough along on the trip to where, I don't know, to where I feel like we've made some progress, you know? I'm going to take a sip of water. Water brought to you by Earth. If you guys uh, want to try water, just go ahead and enter code w-a-t-e-r into your mobile device when you look it up on postmates or whatever app you use i don't know i was trying to do a bit kind of ran out but you know what i tried uh i i guess i have one last tip um have a grab bag ready to go. You never know when you're going to have to just go on a trip on a dime and you don't want to have to repack the whole thing. Like have a little, little packet of your travel items to go. Like I have, I like to have like a little travel bag with like, I know I'm going to want a razor. Um, 
my travel gel, shampoo, conditioner. You know you're going to need some lotion, deodorant, soap. Just have all that ready to go. So you can just grab it and just say, that part's packed, you know. I mean, that's pretty basic. And that and that would be on the list, essentially. But it's, it's nice to have it already ready to go. Okay. Um... Those were how many how many trips how many tips did I give you? Let's see, uh, road trip. And I gave you nine tips. I could have given you ten, but the reason I'm not going to is because I think I think it's enough, you know. And mainly, I want to know what your favorite travel tip is that I didn't mention. What do you think makes or break your trip? Like, if I had to pick one of these tips, hmm. I think, I think it would have been, make sure you, uh, well, I guess it depends. Make a list, maybe? Initially, I was going to say my, my best tip would be to get TSA pre-check if you're flying. That's, that's my biggest one. But otherwise, make your list, check it twice. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so... Look, that's it for this episode. I'm just going to call it. Um, here's some stuff that may interest you. Uh, I've got some shows coming up. You can check them out on uh, thechristinelittle.com. You guys, I'm a dot com. This, this is, okay, listen to this. I've been christinelittle.net for several thousands of years, Okay. Dot net, and I thought maybe it would catch on with more people. Turns out it doesn't. Dot com. It's dot com was here to stay. I took a while to adjust to it. They didn't have Christine Little dot com available. Turns out it's a common name. So someone casually said to me, like, what are you doing? Like, do the Christine Little dot com. And I'm like, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. So I changed it. So uh, show dates are on there. Really excited about um, La Jolla on, what is that, December 1st. I think that's a Wednesday. Uh, San Diego area. If you're there, come out, say hi, and let's connect. Let's trade business cards. I'm just kidding. Please, please don't. Look, nobody needs business cards anymore. Just take pictures of the info, you know? I don't like having miscellaneous papers around in my bags. It makes me feel unkept. Kempt? You know what I mean. I, I don't like it. It makes me feel messy. Anyway, uh, that's been this episode. Check out uh, a little advice podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And please give us a subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear what you're up to and what your favorite uh, travel tip is, if you want to throw that in there. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.